we got to remember we watching the full show and these celebrities even be lying about like origin stories oh yeah Oh, yeah. Like if you if you really think about it, all the missing kids that the missing kids, the sex trafficking rumors, the satanic ritual. I think a lot of these celebrities, even really a little Nas, could be a product of something like that. Mm-hmm. And then we give you a fake story about your fake background. Mm-hmm. They be like, man, they I don't know. I don't know this is your best friend's best friend's podcast come here to find out all the tips and tricks of making it through the chaos of life with your mind body and spirit intact so sit back, relax, grab a drink, and welcome to the Courtney and Nikki Show. Hi, besties. Welcome back. We are here with episode five. Hey, Court, how you doing? Hey, besties. Hey, Nikki. I am doing fantastic. It is our spring break. Yes. And so that's, I mean, it doesn't get any better than that, does it? <laughs> Yes, I have been enjoying my spring break thoroughly. It is Friday, so it's the last weekend of spring break. We've had two full weekends in this spring break, which has been very nice, which I think we generally always have two full weekends anyway. I take that back. Mm-hmm. I feel like my sister, she doesn't. They go back on a month. They go back on a... Theirs is off. They don't get oh. weekend somehow. Mm-hmm. Wait, no. Or like it's... They come back on a Friday. It's not, it's not weird. It's not a full week. Anyway, but hello everybody. We'll have to get that out of there. (laughs) But we want to um, kick off this episode on a happy note like we have been doing uh, for the past few episodes where we talk about our health goals for the week. And for mine, I have two health goals. One is something I'm calling like don't ask, just do. And it sounds kind of weird, but the idea or my idea is that, you know, you stop asking for permission quote air quoting asking for permission to do things that you need to make sure that you are secure and that you are you know whole so like if you Mm -hmm. need to take a nap you don't have to like announce it to the world just like not announce it to the world even but like you don't have to apologize for things like that or um or just apologize for like taking care of yourself or you know anything like that so don't ask people what you think you should do for yourself or it's especially in terms of something that's going to make you happy, you should just do it anyway. Right. Right. So my other thing is shopping. That's been my health care or health goal. (laughs) Self-care. Oh my gosh, my word is self-care thing this past week. I have shopped so much. Courtney and Maya Joy were so, (laughs) I know they'll be very, very happy and proud of me that I finally, finally did some shopping. I bought like two pair of sneakers, two pair of sandals. I bought a bunch and a bunch of like uh, shorts, like biker shorts, cute little like in the house, little short, little booty shorts, um, body suits, a dress, a couple of things. Like it's been really, really nice just like getting stuff for myself. And, um, but I think I'm a little, I think I'm done shopping though. Getting a little to be too much. So, but it's been really nice. So yeah, those are my health goals for this week. What about you, Courtney? What have you been up to? Um, really my health goal this week has just been to relax. Um, I really appreciate the fact that, you know, I have the time off. I even took a day off from my poetry class too, so that I really could do whatever it was that was in my heart that I wanted to do. Um, Because it just goes back to, you know, really being able to breathe and really being able to take care of yourself. I am not one of those people who feel like if I'm in the house for too long, I'm bored. No, I'm always going to find something to do. And your girl, I love to chill. So I'm content laying on the sofa, curled up with a blanket, watching my little true crime and my ID, which is um, what I've been kind of binge watching this week. So that's been my health goal, just 
being able to take my time and manage my stress. Yeah. Yeah. That's been like, I've been kind of edging towards that being content with doing nothing. I'm usually a go, go, go type of person. Obviously COVID has definitely slowed all of us down and it's been really, really nice. And even like today, I just wanted to just relax. I tell myself every day when it's, when it rains, that'll be the day that I just stay at home and it hasn't even rained yet. So I've been outside already and like not just relaxing. So I definitely need to be more like that. So awesome. Well, let's get into some pop culture now. Um, But we're going to go ahead and start it off on a somber note, you all. Let's give a moment of silence for DMX. Um, DMX passed away this morning um, from an apparent heart attack. He's been in the hospital for about a week um, from an apparent drug overdose. So they're saying apparent drug overdose. This is the language that they're using. They haven't released what drugs they think um, triggered his overdose, but he was in the hospital on life support. His brain activity severely decreased. And one thing that... um, One thing that I noticed, like DMX, his fans are coming out all over the place. Everybody liked DMX, white people, black people, and the fans have really been out there praying for him and, you know, really trying to just put out those good vibes. But unfortunately, he passed away. And so rest in peace to DMX. Yeah, it's been incredibly sad to see... um... And to hear about that, to hear about everything that's been going on, I really, um, it's a dark place. The world's a dark, dark place. And you never know what type of demons people are fighting. And I know Mm -hmm. we have like 15 kids. It's quite a few children. So um, I've been seeing a lot more of like happy things about DMX on, you know, Instagram and Facebook since it's all happened. Um. And one of the cutest ones I saw was when he took his daughter on that slingshot ride at like a carnival or something. And he, it was just super, super cute. So I just think, you know, sometimes you gotta remember people in those moments and not in their darkest hour. So rest mm-hmm. in peace with DMX and much love and respect to his family and fans too. Cause that's a hard hit for people who like, artists like that, they have like those like kind of crazy, they have stands like Beyonce stands. Right. And I respect DMX so much in spite of the, you know, unfortunately, a lot of celebrities, I feel like, get discounted when it comes out that they have issues with drugs and substance abuse. And people make a lot of jokes about people being on these drugs. But on one hand, I think that most of these celebrities are on drugs to be able to perform at the level that they perform. And so it's it's really sad that once somebody get exposed for doing something that I think is very popular in that culture, that person gets tore down. But really, what exposed them to the drugs in the first place? Mm. That system. The same and people go, that's making fun of them. The same people that's, yeah, exposing mm. them, enabling them. hmm and so, you know, it's just really sad that it had to, it really had to go down this way, but mad respect for DMX, like you said, and the things that he, he's experienced, he shared, he should, he shared some profound wisdom over the years, which is why I really, I have a lot of respect for some of the things that he says. So, um, oh, okay. 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 Hmm. Um, another thing that I think is kind of weird when these celebrities do pass, and I don't know if anybody else notices this, I was told that I heard something where it was like death comes in threes. That's like a yeah, and it's it shows with these celebrities seriously because it's like they all 
it's usually three of them that wind up passing around the same time, whether it's the same day or a day or two later. And so in addition to DMX um, death being announced publicly, it was just announced that um, Prince Philip also passed away. Yeah. And so I'm wondering like, okay, well, who's next? Yeah, but he hopefully was, nobody he but 99. like he was quite <clears throat> he has lived a long life so i'm not shocked i wasn't shocked about that i kind of saw it and was like oh, okay yeah but obviously actually though was he like a decent we'll go back to the royal family conversation was he like a decent guy i don't trust anybody in the royal family so i can't say i will know what to say about that I think they all are suspicious. Yeah, that's fair to say. <laughs> yeah, that that you really look into like the symbolism of some of their events and stuff. It's really strange. Yeah, yeah. All right. Um, moving on. Let's talk about these TikTok challenges. And Nikki, I want to know what you think about this. Okay. Okay. So are you familiar with the track star challenge? I know you are. Yes. All right. So track star you all is a song by this artist named Mooski. Um, and somebody on TikTok, his name is City Boy J. City Boy J created the track star challenge. So those of you who are not familiar, the track star challenges, they're playing the song and you have people running, basically just out the car running in all types of weird places. It's so stupid. <laughs> like most TikTok challenges. I'm gonna be honest, it really didn't impress me. And I'm I'm really not even that impressed with the song, but um, that's neither here or there. So Mooski dropped the music video for the song. And I want to say Koi Leroy, that rapper, hmm. female rapper, she's the star of the video. She's a girl in the video. Okay. Well, somebody was not included in the video. And they are very upset about it. It is City Boy J, the creator of the challenge. Shady. And so my question that I, first of all, um, he feels like he, he feels some type of way about not being in the challenge, okay? He actually, so he feels like the reason that he was not in, invited into the video is because he's a gay black, well, he's a gay man, he's a gay black man, and he is very, he's flamboyant. And I'm using language that he, that I've seen somebody use I'm looking at his IG right now and I can see why I, yeah, this is not that guy's audience. Like he don't, I mean, I'm not surprised. Don't well, me. so the question that I'm, so this was his comments, y'all. This is what he put on Instagram. He said, nope, I'm not in the video just because someone don't want to work with me because of who I am. It will not stop me from what made me who I am today. And all I have from tonight is what keep me going. People might say what I did, I do. Just know I changed the man's life. And I'm still working from the bottom with no support. Like I supported this song. My surprise is at 7 p.m. Eastern tonight. I just ask for all my supporters supporting me on this journey. I won't let you down. My exclusive interview with Johnny Blaze drops tonight. Up. Oh, and so it's Saucy Santana who... He oh. said, so Saucy Santana responded and said, you know, that's wrong for City Boy J not to be in the video. I'm telling y'all, this industry ain't no joke for us gays, especially the flamboyant ones. Don't worry. I'm working hard for us. We will not be stopped. I've, okay. Two points. I'm going to go back to the point about the flamboyant gay rappers. I'm not surprised that this guy has chosen not to include this young man in this video. 
I would also not be surprised if it was on some gay stuff, if it was on some like homophobic stuff. I also wouldn't be surprised if this guy has ever had any dealings of his own with gay men, but we're just gonna, you know, most, most raging homophobes have, you know, they're closeted as well, um, or trade. Anyway, the point is, I'm trying to readjust myself. Are they expected, are artists expected to include these challenge creators in their in their content creation basically no you can be inspired by the song to do the challenge it's not like you create they created you created the challenge first then the song came about so like there's some type i know there's a connection but it's like it's not really owed to them and i'm not i would love for them to get you know to have credit and to be in the video or whatever or to even be mentioned but Honestly, no, the least they can do is mention them. The least you can do is mention them. Maybe put in a credit or something or have him some. Yeah, I'm not surprised. We would love, I would love for them to include them, you know, thank them, put them on the credits or whatever, but I just don't expect for niggas to do that. Um, a second thing about the flamboyant gay rappers, I am quite surprised actually by how many openly flamboyant men are kind of thriving in the rap scene right now it's quite a few there's also quite a few undercover people like the dude with the rainbow hair can't tell me otherwise that he not dipping and dabbing in other things i just don't i just don't see it um, but I'm, I have been seeing a lot of flamboyant gay uh, male rappers. I think it's awesome. I think it's great. I think there's a market for it. But <sighs> oh. definitely think that to that, I think that it was a matter of time before you have this representation in the rap gang. Everybody is getting represented in the rap gang. And so, you know, I, I'm not surprised with that. I wish, I wish for people to be successful and to, you know, overcome whatever obstacles it is that they're going through. And so that's great. I'm thinking more of, you know, back to the question of, are you really entitled to get a shout out? Um, because you decided to do a TikTok challenge because you're getting famous off of this TikTok challenge and people get paid for going viral on social media. And so it's like, if you don't have an agreement with the artist and they're not contracting you to do this challenge, yeah, that's really nice of you, but you're not necessarily doing it just for the artist. Yeah. You didn't come up with this challenge talking about I came up with this challenge to support Mooski. Yeah. No, you probably like the song and you came up with the challenge that you felt like would help you blow up. Yeah. And it's getting to it's getting to a slippery slope because I'm seeing now you have a lot of these people on these challenges who want their recognition. And I think really Drake put the person who did the in your feelings challenge in his video but yeah. it's really not going down yeah um but i do think that these tiktok challengers can get smarter and start trying to i actually i don't know what they can do because can you really get a copyright credit doing a dance on a song that don't belong to you i guess you still should be able to get credit for the dance but well yeah, that may be, that's a good point. I don't think you can do that. The thing, I and I understand too, just to play devil's advocate here, Mooski got Toya right in his video. So he has a starring lady. And the way that these music videos are orchestrated and planned and designed, that stuff is super intentional. 
That's why when you see some weird stuff in a video, that's not no accident. That stuff is intentionally placed there for you to pick up on it, whether it's consciously or subconsciously. So I'm saying that to say, whoever created the track star music video had their own vision in mind that they wanted to go by that might not have anything to do with being homophobic. Yeah. So it's kind of, unless it's real evidence to show like, hey, you're being homophobic and I don't want you in this video for this reason. Yeah. You know, it's, it's a it's a hard accusation. Well, I'm actually glad that you brought up music videos and we're on the to- same topic of that and homophobia, <clears throat> Black men. Uh, Lil Nas X released that video uh, I think we did we talk about it last time no we have not talked about okay. it so Lil Nas X I know this is not what we just one of the things that we discussed but I feel like it's along the same lines okay mm-hmm. um Lil Nas X released a video and basically it is him uh going to hell or what he and these video creators thinks hell looks like because who's ever been there um and in the video he is dressed for all of the uh, bondage gods and he yeah he's thigh high boots and all he's going down to hell on a stripper pole have you seen it courtney no you know i'm not watching that okay yeah so he's and i'll tell you why i end up watching it he's going down to hell on the stripper pole he bounces on the lap of satan rides satan like it's some crazy stuff ends up killing satan taking his crown and being like now i'm the king of hell so basically i did i i heard some backstory on it and the the song is saying like and i did listen to the lyrics i'm not gonna say i did i listened to the lyrics too but the song is basically saying like you guys are saying because I am a gay man and because I'm living the life that I'm living then I'm just going to go to hell. That's my life. That's how you saw my life. I'm going to end up. That's that's what you say. I'm going to be like damn too. So if you if that's how I'm going then I'm going and if I'm going in, I'm going in the best way like I'm going in the most bad bitch way basically like and when I get there, I'm not gonna be no punk to Satan. I'm gonna I'm gonna snatch his crown. I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna take the reins or whatever. And so he was saying that he created the song to just show them like, okay, well, this is what you say is gonna happen to me since I'm, you know, this horrible gay man. I'm just this, you know, you know, piece of whatever, you know, just the worst things people say about uh uh people in that community, then here it is for you. I'm just going to show you what it looks like and show you how ridiculous you sound thinking that, you know, all those things. So I'll say that the video is not for me. The song is not for me, but I do understand. I do understand. I don't understand the video. I understand his thought process behind the song. I don't get shaken in my boots by things like that I guess because I I have my like I know that he I know that that does make believe it's almost like seeing a scary movie I just I know that it's make believe so if this guy this is his perception this is their perception of this then like whatever but like and also people you just don't have to watch it that's the other fair like you just don't have to go look at it don't say that it's like ruining the kids and you know uh see i i completely disagree like just don't watch it (laughs) i disagree disagree because people can justify anything that they do and that don't make it true Mm -hmm. and so you're a celebrity you know the right things to say you're making it a you're making it a gay thing but really you're promoting satanism and the devil that's what you're doing so there are other ways that you can advocate for gay rights because you don't have to receive what it is that people are telling you not all christians think that gay people are going to hell my whole my church actually 
my church actually gave that message that we're inclusive and we believe that anybody can have a relationship with God. It's not our place to sit here and say, oh, I'm going to damn you to hell. What I'm saying with that is you can reject it. We can't keep making excuses for these celebrities when they're promoting things that are evil and not right. Because yeah, at the end of the day, sure. Yeah, you can consciously watch the video and say, yeah, I know that it's a video and I understand what it is that he's saying, but you're putting symbols in these videos that you're going to react to an unconscious symbol, whether you are aware that you're reacting to it or not. And to put all of that satanic imagery, and then you come out with some demonic shoes shouting out the human blood in it. That's the For company me, that came out with Jesus shoes too. So who came I think, out with Jesus I, I think shoes? That's a troll. The same, it wasn't Nike that came out with the shoe. It was another manufacturer that came out with the shoe. And they also, most recently, within the past, I say two years, came out with the opposite of like a Christian Jesus shoe. So I don't even think the shoe was like like, that big of a deal. When you know that this, when you know that it's a satanic industry, then it's a big deal. When you compartmentalize everything that's going on then it looks so disconnected you don't see the big picture and the big connection the fact of the matter is music influences you it does it does f up the kids brains it really do it messes up our brains we're not supposed to be listening to we're not supposed to listen to the negative messages that we're getting all the time in the music that we're listening to and we're we're so like desensitized to it so we can look at a video like that or a video like WAP and call it empowerment but there are real symbols in the video that we don't understand that gives it a completely sinister meaning but we just don't know because we haven't been taught it so even if we know does that mean that we can't enjoy the art Um, you have to have a level of awareness and you have to be, you have to be mindful that whatever you're feeding your spirit with, that's what your spirit is taking in. Mm. Yeah. So whether, I mean, yeah, you can sit there, you can sit there and listen to it and be discerning when you're listening to it. I'm not going to sit here and say that I only listen to gospel music, but I am saying like music affects me as an adult. So yeah. to sit there and say that music does not affect the child and the music video does not affect the child, you know the difference between reality and real and fake. Kids don't understand what's real and fake until they get to a certain age. I don't. Age. Anybody, I, don't I, did, I didn't even say that wasn't a statement that I said. How? Well, you said how, that we're. Oh, they were saying how it does. And I'm like, well, then you can control what your child, to a certain extent, I know. Let's to a certain, right, exactly, to a certain extent, because we have to understand that the markets are saturated with this negative music. Well, I'm talking so, about in the realms of like, let's, I want to, I'm speaking in the terms of only in like, the, if the parent, what you can control. Because, yeah. If your markets are saturated, your media is saturated with all of these images, your parents cannot censor you the way that people, it's not realistic. Hmm. You listen to the radio, listen to the radio. Think about the pop music that they play now. It's still all these sexual innuendos. And yeah, it don't, it don't sound bad. So why would a parent be like, well, it's kind of like, what, what do you do? when every single radio station is playing the same type of music mm. all the music is negative let's hold the people accountable who are putting out and saturating the markets with this music mm -hmm. we want to blame i feel like parents can censor to a certain extent but guess my mama used to try to censor the music that i listened to yeah but she couldn't and kids have cell phones now. It's even worse because now they can get on YouTube and watch the video. Yeah, yeah. 
and kids be learning parental controls and all that. So I'm like, I just, I hate the argument of let's not hold these artists accountable. Let's just, you know, put it, let's put it on the parents and let's put it on the audience when but I still don't think that we like it's not the, so I, I I totally get what you're saying but I also understand the other side of like yeah I'm an artist but that is my job my job is not to 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 raise your kids to be their um to be their hero or whatever to be a, a, a what's it called like a yeah so it's mentor. okay for you it's okay for you to seek to seek my attention and my fan base and my audience because you want my money, whether you sit, so you want my money so I can promote you, but then you don't want me to critique you when you're promoting something that I don't agree with. Yeah, and if you don't agree with it, that's fine too. But I'm saying even I don't agree with it. Like I said, I watched it purely because I wanted to have Mm -hmm. my own opinion of it. And I'm just like, this just looks it looks fake as hell. Like it just looks fake. It don't even look like it. It looks like a joke. But I also don't care a lot of because this kid is a troll. Like he was a troll before he became an artist. He was a Nicki Minaj troll before he came became before he became an artist. So like his his all his presence online has always been to either like antagonize or to just you know be a, a fire starter. So I'm like, eh, this is a kid like. I get what everybody's saying, but it's like, okay, it ain't no different than what all these other weird Marilyn Manson and freaking- Which I think is just as- It's all bad. It's It's all all weird, but it's like, okay, well- See, another thing with that too, it's not like a lot of these artists are the ones in control of what they're putting out. Hmm. And so- there it's like you got these celebrities who sign these contracts that make them slaves mm. and so again it's bigger than little Nas. Yeah. even if even if he has intentions good intentions for what he's doing yeah. it's so many other people involved in that machine mm. and that system that we have to it's not just holding little Nas accountable it's really like I think we got to, I, and this is just my opinion. I think that we have to stand up to stuff like that because it's so prevalent. Yeah. It, it, even, even if it looked like a joke, it's, it's so blatant and the symbols are there. Yeah. And, and at the end of the day, we don't know how the symbols are affecting us. Lil Nas X, he is not the only celebrity that has the devil in his video. For sure. He's not the first, he's not the last. They all do it. And it's yeah. always, it's always gonna be a problem to me. Yeah. Same. I just it's it's it was for me, it was like one of the and I don't I don't know if maybe it's because I used to be super like and I, I kind of still am, but like I used to be super iffy about like even letting com- commercials with scary movies play in the house because I just did, could not. It was, it always affected me, but for some reason, this was just like, I know I've seen this before. I know this is the thing. Mm-hmm. Maybe because I wasn't shocked. I knew what to expect too. That could also be a huge thing. I knew yeah. what to expect. So when I saw it, I was like, okay, yeah, this is pretty crazy. Ooh, yeah. Like that was kind of my reaction to it. But I think if I saw it blindly, maybe it would have hit me a little bit harder, but mm-hmm. oh, well, anyway, thanks for touching. This about to be this about to be my final point you don't go around asking for influence all the time you don't necessarily have to sign up to be a role model to be a role model and i'm just a person who has influence over a smaller number of people yeah and i act in a way where i know that i have this influence and as a leader I want to lead people in a positive direction. Mm-hmm. And when you're a celebrity and you have millions of followers who are pouring millions of dollars into what it is that you're doing, mm-hmm. you're a role model. Yeah. Whether you sign up for it or not, 
people are looking at you and they're following what it is that you're doing, which is what you want because you want to be a trendsetter. Yeah. And so it is very important to think about what is the direction that you're going to lead all of these people in. Mm-hmm. Maybe because that's your goal, though, to lead them into mm-hmm. that direction. Hell, we don't know. Yeah. <laughs> that, but but that's why I'm like, as an audience, we have to protect ourselves when people are going into that. We got to be mindful that it's a possibility and we got to be protective of ourselves and we have to be protective of our kids. Yeah, for sure. I definitely, um, I stopped playing music in the car with Abby a long time ago. I will listen to Peppa Pig, to mm. all, everybody, the whole ride if I have to. She does not, you know, so I feel you right for now yeah well we got a good um an interesting letter this week nikki okay are we not going to talk about married at first sight are we gonna well i was thinking we could skip it but if you want to talk about it we can i have one i'm gonna be for real for real. one thing to say about married at first sight oh well then let's we could get to it in the end yeah it's super quick i think that the experts are giving some of the best advice that they've ever given in all 12 seasons and i say that for every every couple too in any way it could it could affect the couple i felt like especially this past episode where they've been doing the unanswered questions episode Mm -hmm. so genius i think that it was important to me and and for who met with who too I think that was very important too um but I really enjoyed a lot of those conversations and I enjoyed a lot of the necessary conversations that had to come out of it I was really happy about that and I was happy that Pastor Cal checked Chris on his and and uh, Dr. Pepper calling him a you know a raging narcissist so like I'm happy that they recognize that this guy is a fool. So mm-hmm. kudos to you guys for, you know, getting right. Married. Do your thing, Mary, that first sight. Another thing I thought about too is they would meet, they would have a lot more support had it not been COVID because I feel like they meet with the experts way more than they have this season. Yeah. But them experts, they being there, I'm really impressed with how honest and direct they're being. Yeah, they're handling it very well. Mm-hmm. They're handling it very well. Um, okay, yes. So, Courtney, what do you have for us in the mailbox this week? Mailbox, mailbox. <laughs> this is a hard one, too. Okay. All right. Dear Courtney and Nikki, my brother has recently fathered a child. I love the baby, my brother and the woman he is with, except it isn't one woman. It's never just one woman. My brother has a history of womanizing and being with many women at once. My family and I usually grow attached to the primary woman he's with, only to have them hate us in the end because they find out about his cheating and we never told them. (laughs) I don't want that to happen with the mother of this baby, but how do I approach this? On one hand, I say something to the poor girl and I break my brother's trust. On the other, if I don't say anything, I break her trust. Either way, it seems I'm stuck in a tidal wave of drama. Is there a way I can at least lessen the storm? First of all, this ain't your business, girl. This is her brother and his women. Mm-hmm. It's not your business. It's not. Like, I don't even, I wouldn't even do any, I don't even have any other advice that would be like a, a way for you to help or no, it's not, not your business. You oh. Talk to your brother. Maybe. Yeah. I would say talk to your brother, but like, I wouldn't go any further than that at all that's what i'm thinking too nikki like i i suggest that she talk to her brother because she's conflicted and she forms her own personal relationships with these women that he bring into their family's life Hmm. and now it's a baby in the picture so that kind that changes the game 
because it's a baby who she wants to continue to have a relationship with. Yeah. So I definitely think that she have to talk to her brother and she needs to tell her brother like, hey, you got to at least you got to be man enough to at least be honest with the women that you're talking to other women. Yeah. But like to that to that that's it. Like I wouldn't I don't I wouldn't say anything else. I feel like it would just be doing too much and it would be opening up the door for something that you may not want. Mm-hmm. she absolutely don't need to talk to any of the women oh no oh no oh, no. no not at all yeah all right sis yeah talk to your brother that. okay and be honest be honest about how it is that you feel because it affects you too but like i mean it's still not your battle yeah at all all right well that was an interesting one um let's switch gears right quick we got to be careful though because the thing is all this stuff is predicted for sure this stuff that's happening now it's predicted and i'm not trying to be one of them people that's out here and god is gonna tell me hey courtney you were um very lukewarm (laughs) i'm gonna be i'm gonna at least be passionate about what i'm passionate about and i'm like you you steering people down the wrong path i gotta i gotta try and yeah well now what I think is a positive path because I know my intentions yeah yeah I definitely um yeah watching that video I was like I like my first thought was first of all where your where's your mama like you grew up in the south I would assume you grew up with some aunties or some like or not and not even just to say like Christian based but like just some people with some sense and this is what you decide to, this is how you decide to do this this is we got to remember we watching the full show and these celebrities even be lying about like origin stories oh yeah. oh yeah like if you if you really think about it all the missing kids that the missing kids the sex trafficking rumors the satanic ritual I think a lot of these celebrities, even really a little Nas, could be a product of something like that. Mm. And then we give you a fake story about your fake background. Mm. They be like, man, they, I don't know. Possible. I don't know. Anything is possible. But okay, so we could get, okay, so. All right, Bestie. So um, we'll start off with our serious topic. I want to talk about um, Derek Chauvin, um, who was the ex-officer who is now on trial for killing George Floyd. And I want to say the trial has been going on. It's been about a week now. Yeah. And I've just seen clips of it, and it's been pretty emotional. It seems like a lot of the witnesses on there are really emotional um, and really traumatized about what happened. And I really want to give a shout out to them for even being brave enough to get on the witness stand and to testify. Um, It takes a lot of bravery because who knows what kind of people Derek Chauvin have on his side. Um, What really kills me about the case, and it happens a lot, is the victim blaming. Hmm. And let's make the, let's put the victim on trial. Yeah. And so, you know, although his family won the lawsuit, the civil lawsuit, Mm -hmm. and in order to win a civil civil lawsuit, it has to be some burden of proof that you committed the crime. Mm -hmm. The defense was arguing that George Floyd actually died because he had drugs under his tongue. So they were trying to argue, the defense is trying to argue that he died of a drug overdose. Who? The defense. What drugs? Under his Fentanyl. Fentanyl. Mm. I think it's fentanyl, some type of um, narcotic. Of course. Right, so that's the defense. So I want to say, so they did have one witness who came out one witness on the stand a doctor I want to say who came out and wanted to say that it was 
the drug overdose, but a lot of the, um, they've had several witnesses that have come up and said, no, he actually died from suffocation. Like the fact that this is what you have to prove, you have to prove that even though everybody watched the video of this man kneeling on George Floyd's neck for eight whole minutes, yeah. we really have to prove that he died of anything other than that. Yep. With this, I think I saw somebody say the other day that um, only in America do you have to prove a murder that everybody witnessed. I think, yeah. Yeah, it's like, yep, it's exactly what we have to do over here. So yeah, it's just yeah. a waste of wait, well, waste of taxpayers' dollars and what's really gonna get me. I don't want to be hopeful. Yeah. As as emotional as the trial is, as productive as the trial appears to be as of right now. Mm -hmm. I'm just so used to seeing the justice system fail, especially in these public trials. Mm -hmm. I'm just OJ Simpson got off. Yeah. Uh, Casey Anthony got off for killing her daughter. That lady was crazy. And she got off. Yeah. And so it's like, I don't even, you know, it's even bigger than just black and white because you got this white woman who killed her own child. Mm -hmm. And I don't want to get my hopes up and then they let them walk free yeah yeah i feel you yeah my thoughts are the same on this case is that it's very painful to watch i've watched a little bit of it maybe for two days and then it was just like okay my like my spirit couldn't handle it and um but i also want to make sure i keep uh mention of it and just you know make sure that people never forget the story never forget his name and that justice is also served but it's really hard to watch and it's really hard to watch those witnesses go through that over and over again so um again rest in peace to george floyd and much love and condolences to his family for going to, for having to relive this traumatic event all over again so mm -hmm. yeah um so we also came across something where courtney mentioned it I think I did end up seeing it on IG somewhere where this guy is saying, let's normalize friendship dates. Oh, it is a, so it's a meme. Mm -hmm. And you got this attractive guy mm. with this attractive woman mm. and they're all dressed up and it's a friendship date. I have been on friendship dates before. However, I wouldn't call it a date. I would just, it would just be like if it was me and my homegirl hanging out, it's the same thing. It's just me and my homeboy. So I don't know why he had to put the label of friendship dates on it. So, hmm. It's interesting to me because. I grew up with a lot of guy friends mm -hmm. who I thought was just my friend, who I put in the friend zone, mm -hmm. who I later found out had crushes on me. Yeah. And so I used to really think like, oh, well, you know, females and males, they can just be platonic friends. And really, I do think that females and males can still be platonic friends. Mm -hmm. But when you start going on dates with your friend, no matter what you want to call it, it does make me wonder, like, do y'all like each other or why don't y'all like each other? Because if I have a really close guy friend who I'm kicking it with, it's going to deter a guy from trying to date me. Yeah. And so it's just, it, I really want to know the backstory behind their relationship, honestly. Like, are y'all just friends? Because I definitely have had some guy friends to where we were and never, ever. I really do have, I've had some guy friends. Um, we have, obviously, life is just, we just grown apart. But I've had guy friends where I have gone out with them. I have slept in the same room as them. I think one of them, we've shared the same bed. 
and like and this is people of different races and different times in my life so I, I think that it's possible I just think that the, the the form of date well I guess no because people say mother son date mother daughter date you know mommy daughter dates uh, bestie dates so like maybe maybe it's not a big deal I'm a, a, Mm. different strokes different folks yeah it really don't have to be it don't have to be a big deal to be honest I think that people can you can normalize friendship dates yeah I but it does kind of make me wonder like it just does make me wonder well why are we going on a date you know but hey it is what it is that that's why I think the word date has to be taken out of it because like if you're just hanging out with your friend or you're going to get a bite to eat or you're going to see a movie together whatever you know safe thing you can do nowadays do you have to call it a date because dates always imply when there's a male and a female you know a guy and a girl that it's something past a friendship and sometimes dates yeah I, I would just change the language but I think it's great I think it's straight right hey why not yeah all right so we don't have an audacity of the week besties it's been pretty chill um like we said Courtney and I've been on spring break I've been taking a huge break Courtney's been taking a huge break so we've really been chilling nobody's been bothering us We've been mm-hmm. our own business, um, so we don't have one of those for the week. But Court, you have a bop of the week or a song that you want to shout out today. Yeah, so this is not the official bop of the week, but I do want to give an honorary mention to my girl, Ariana Grande. She has a new song out called Point of View, and it is a beautiful, beautiful ballad. Um. And after hearing her with her little pop music, 34 plus 35 mm-hmm. and um, positions, I think it's it's a nice shift to something mm-hmm. a little more soulful where she can really showcase that beautiful voice that she has. So it's a slow ballad, y'all. So it's not necessary. I'm not going to call it a bop. It's not going to get you hyped this week. But you might enjoy the song like I do. I mean, a bop can be something relaxing. Just be like, yes, yeah, just, just a vibe for the week. Um, yeah, so my bop of the week or my songs I've been listening to this week has been Kiss Me More, which is also pretty slow. It is upbeat, but it's not like super ratchet. Um, but it's Doja Cat and SZA. It's a really good song. Super cute and fun and flirtatious. So, yeah. Well, that is all I have for today, Courtney. I don't know if you have anything else you wanted to share before we left off, but I feel an adult nap coming on. <laughs> <laughs> I, besties, I do want to know what you all think about. Uh, what do you all think about the TikTok issue? Should TikTok challenge creators receive credit in the music videos that an artist do if they put a song on because they do make the songs popular so what do you all think about it um and also what do you all think about friendship dates I'm really curious do you go on friendship dates what do you think about the word date Mm -hmm. and other than that besties I hope y'all have a fantastic um blessed prosperous week and we'll talk to you again soon yep all right everybody bye hey best friends thanks for listening to the courtney and nikki show if you like this show be sure to subscribe rate and review on apple Podcasts. it helps other best friends like you find our show if you want to connect with us outside of the show follow us on instagram at the courtney and nikki show talk to you soon